episode 57 with the boys from Morning Buzz Coffee Company, Ed Mortensen, Frank Corrin, uh, both great guys, both musicians, and they started this great company, MorningBuzzCoffee.buzz, one of the sponsors here on the podcast. Uh, it's a great conversation, as I mentioned, and I think you'll get a lot from it. We talk coffee for a very long time and uh, enjoy that very much. Also, Music City Canada is one of our sponsors. Don't forget them, based out of London, Ontario. Uh, I buy lots of equipment from them over the years, and they treat you very well. They'll ship right to you, musiccitycanada.com. Also, my grandfather's fiddle, one-of-a-kind custom T-shirts, and uh, go to their website. It's very easy, mygrandfathersfiddle.com, and uh, you can see everything they do. It's pretty cool, and I think you'd want to order one. All right, sit back, relax, enjoy the boys from Morning Buzz Coffee Company. All right, we're rolling here, and this is going to be a great podcast. We got Frank Corrin. Hey there. Is it Corrin? Is that the right way? Yeah, no. Corrin's well, the my, correct Corrin. way, yes. Corrin. But my, Corrin. My, phone, my phone is the correct way, and it calls him <laughs> Korean. Oh, yeah. uh, please call Frank Corrin. Did you mean Frank Korean? No. <laughs> You're not Korean. I'm, I'm yes. just no, no, there's a, and there's a funny story with that one we can dive into later about that last name, so it's pretty funny. Good. But I, should, yeah, I was going to ask you before we started rolling, but I think, oh, we'll, figure, no, no. We'll, we'll figure it out at some point. So, totally good. Very good. And Ed Mortensen, how you doing? Yes, sir. Good, man. Thanks so, for having me. Yeah, it's nice to have you here. We uh, we became affiliated uh, with my podcast anyways, as you became a sponsor with your company, Morning Buzz Coffee. And I got the uh, mug sitting right there. And uh, it's great stuff. You sent me some uh, a bag of goodies, uh, uh, good beans awesome. there. And uh, seriously enjoyed it. I actually got to make another order. So uh, I'm running a little low go. on the coffee. Ooh, like that. Yeah, yeah, we like those. Yeah. We have, and we've 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 had your guests come in and uh, purchase some coffee from us too, which is awesome. Uh, oh, that's good. Who uh, who who came in? Do you know? Uh, was really Ian came in? Thank you for that. Oh, I've yeah. Lee Ian came in. I know Jim Witter's been in yeah. a bunch of times because I, I do the deliveries up to Jim's place uh, here in Hamilton. Good. So yeah, awesome. I, I can't think of the other names offhand right now, but yeah. you know, if I go back in there, I'll find it. Perfect. So, uh, Frank, you're a guitar player, and uh, I am Ed, a drummer. As you can tell by the yes, stuff sir. behind you, you've got uh, Remo <laughs> and drum heads and and uh, stuff. Drum there you set, go. Drum drum kids. What kid? What kind of kids that? That's a Sonar. Oh, cool. That's my baby Sonar Vintage right there. Yeah. Nice. I like nice. the. Uh, it's a nice looking kit. Yeah, it's uh, it hasn't been out of the house for a while. Yeah, <laughs> there's been no either, need to pull it out. Either have I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Here, let's go this way. Here we go. Hey, and Frank, yeah. uh, guitar right. man. Um, so you you both are kind of yeah. in the music industry for years and play on kind of various types of music. And um, I kind of did a little bit of deeper dive before we rolled here to uh, get myself a bit, bit better acquainted. Um, but you guys, yeah, you've been all over the place and um, been musicians for a long time. And uh, and you got to, well, let's, let's, first of all, let's talk a little coffee. We'll get that out of the way and maybe dive into the music stuff. Sure, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, how did you guys get together and, and decided, okay, we're going to 
start Morning Buzz Coffee. Well, Frank, go ahead, bud. <laughs> well, here it goes. This uh, is a lot we of we, we, deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, deep. We, no, no, let's go deep. Uh, it, it starts, um, I'll, I'll give this fact, uh, on the road when you can't get into a town, one of the, a good coffee on the road is, uh, is an Americano from Starbucks. Yeah. You know, so you have those road stops, the en routes through the States, Sorry. Uh, a lot of ours. <laughs> no, no, it's, Sorry. it's perfectly fine. Hey, how did you get out? Of, I thought you weren't allowed in the house. <laughs> I, sent uh, some, I sent someone skip for the dishes. Skip the dishes. <laughs> yes. Skip the dishes. Of course. Uh, so we, we uh, even, a, and a lot of our ventures would start through New York State where when we were going to the U.S. Um, so they have a couple of Starbucks on, on the different interstates heading out of Buffalo. Yeah. So the one particular one, it was just, there was some, just some difficulties in our order. It wasn't anything that we were ordering. It was just very difficult on the person working behind there. On so a it took Starbucks about, interstate uh, or, location? Yeah, it just took a, it took a didn't while. Didn't get your order correct? Really? <laughs> I've never got I guess you've one had, correct yeah. on <laughs> interstate exactly, yeah. Starbucks location. I order a, so, my, my go-to drink is a Starbucks double shot on ice. So it's three, oh, there you go. It's three shots of espresso on ice with, uh, and I modify it with two pumps of sh- uh, sugar-free cinnamon dolce, and they shake it, um, and pour it out with, and I add a little bit of heavy cream, just a tad, smudge. Ah, but uh, yeah. and they just it, they get it right. It's like ordering right. a old-fashioned. Um, right. You know, there's three ingredients. Yeah. And every place you go to will make it completely different. Yeah. And it will be like sometimes you get it and you just look at it and go, what is that? Um, so let me ask you this then. What yeah. things do they do wrong? It's to, usually proportion, yeah. mostly. Or... Mm-hmm. Um, the mix. Yeah, the mix. Yeah. Not shaking it right because it's a big part of it because it foams up. Um, oh, yeah. So sometimes you get someone will do it and they'll go like, and that's it, right? And then pour it out. Or else you'll get someone that's, you can do it too much. Um, mm-hmm. I've had that where I had a girl do it once when she'd sit there and shaking it forever. And she poured it out and she poured out all the foam and she went away and dumped all the drink to no. clean out. So she got rid of half the drink and almost all foam. Was, and I was like, there's nothing here. But I've gotten to a point where I just make them, I'll just like, no. Uh, you have to do that again. I buy too many, yeah. <laughs> too many wow. of these. Too much we money, just, man. Yeah, yeah they uh, are expensive. Well, our our go to is uh, I have a mine is a, a four four ristretto shot americano upside yeah. down, which is we shouldn't have to order it upside down, but that means you put the shots on top of the water. Yeah, the way an americano is actually supposed to be made, and then adds adds a bit of uh, steamed milk yeah. and a couple of raw sugars. So pretty basic. The upside down part is usually messed up all the time and that's that sort of where it flowers on top right that gives all that flavor like that crema on top yeah yeah and so anyways this particular order a couple of years ago uh took about 25 to 30 minutes and the driver at the time just said we're never stopping there again we're never stopping at starbucks again so uh we love our coffee and we love our good coffee so we put together a little road case and uh it had a kettle in it it had a french press it had a grinder it- does we still have it? We still have it. Yes, it's just waiting to go back on the road. That's it. <laughs> it hasn't been on the road. Waiting in the garage. <laughs> it did go out in August. They went out to Calgary to uh, with all beans in it. We didn't even know we had beans in it. So, <laughs> so we created this thing, and, and and we have a like a thousand watt inverter on on the on this darts converted darts bus. So we're you know we're boiling hot water as we're 
you know, dry, hurtling down the highways and making <laughs> French press yeah. coffee on the bus. And at 120 remember, kilometers, 130 <laughs> kilometers an hour, we thought it'd be a good idea to boil hot oh, water. Right. On the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Living dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll is a vicious game, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, right, it's, it's a, it's a, but, uh, and then, and Ed, I think we were like, we're talking about, you know, how we can reduce the cost of this by maybe we can go after a couple of uh, small, small batch roasters and see, you know, hey, can you send us a sample? And so we. Yeah. But just, just, a, just before that, a little bit, Frank. But, we, we had a lot of, we have, as you know, we, a lot of hours on the bus and a lot of hours of just, you know, talking nonsense or whatever. And we started coming up with some ideas of, you know, like we, we wanted to have a company that had a play on words. So we came mm -hmm. up with a company called just fictional, just in the yeah. air, just, just being creative and brainstorming called Wake and Bake. And we wanted to have a brick and mortar where the wake part was your coffee and the bake part was organic homemade baked goods, yeah. you know, but the play on wake and bake. Um, so that's where it kind of started was just basically just coming up with ideas. Oh, how mm -hmm. cool would it be mm -hmm. if we, if we could have a, our own business doing this, our own coffee company. And then what could we, you know, what could we give to the community? Like what, where, what value would we have? To give the community. Mm -hmm. So anyway, sorry, Frank. I just wanted to like because yeah. a lot of hours, right, leading up. Yeah, yeah. To oh, this. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and and just one day we were like with the idea of asking for uh, beans from roasters. Then we Ed just kind of I think it was Ed said, "Well, we should just roast our own coffee and have our own coffee company." And that was like this little fist bump went okay. And then <laughs> and, it, and and you know and one of the guys in the bus was is an entrepreneur, you know, and, and he was. He was kind of a, a bit of our, uh, we bounce ideas off him. And he loved hearing this grow from, yeah. you know, first getting the domain name to wake and bake dot all these. And then one day Ed called me and said, have you checked the wake and bake when you Google it? And there was well, already I three mean, even, even going back though, we went and looked at brick, brick and mortars. Yeah. We were ready to pull the trigger on, on actually leasing a place and having a, a place. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh yeah, yeah, that one in Thorold. I forgot about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The old COVID thing that came around the corner kind of dodged yeah. a bullet there, I think. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so the idea of then becoming, you know, uh, let's become a coffee company, uh, and we will brick and mortar will be something later down the road. We did look at one just before COVID hit, and I was it was like one of these. I was on a tour. I said, oh, if it's still there, we'll look at it again. We actually made arrangements with our realtor to set up a date, and then the dominoes just started. Uh, yeah. Said, okay, no, it's we're going to launch as an online company, and 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 we had set April second uh, versus April first because we didn't want to do April Fools. Probably a year before that, we had set that date. So that's sort of our target. Whether it's a soft or hard launch, that's when we want to launch. And yeah. and then and we had a pandemic to contend with, but here we are. So that but, was uh, the short story, and I've, I've missed rewinding, probably rewinding back though, Frank. Sorry, you were, I interrupted you because you were going to tell a great point of how we got to Morning Buzz. The name. Oh. So yes. we were wake, wake and bake. We had gone through, we had, um, you know, checked to see if the copyright was there, uh, trademark. We did all that stuff, but we didn't pull the trigger on it. And then one day I was just sitting on the couch looking at uh, social media, uh, checking out wake and bake stuff, whatever. And there was a company that popped up from Winnipeg oh. and called wake and bake. Mm -hmm. So I looked and I'm like 2018. So it's the same year we kind of started up. So I was thinking, Really, what's the chances of two, you know, starting mm -hmm. up at the same time? And I thought, well, do 
you know, because what did we do, Frank? We got a copyright for our name, or one no, of we the, just got the one of the domains. Was it the bus or one driver? Of the <laughs> Started his <laughs> one. No, no, no. We just yeah. Yeah, it was a bus driver. <laughs> He's listening. We right? should check that. Hang on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, then, no, we, so, I think we had just a dot com or a dot or something like that. Yeah. But you know, we yeah. were in the we were in motion to to that name was what we were working with, right? Yeah. So then, when I found this company, I'm like, I wonder if we could kind of challenge them to, you know, who was first. And then I did a little more research. I realized they have a coffee cup out already with a bowl on the end of it, oh. so you could drink your coffee. Then you could turn around, and the handle is your pipe, and you could smoke a bowl. Well, how do you compete was, with that? Like it, it was, was a no-brainer. We it was a T H. It was THC and CBD infused coffee. Oh, so yeah. we were like, oh, okay, that's not what we were going for. So we're yeah, we had, so different. Game. I for a new name, yeah. <laughs> and it was disappointing because we loved all the little puns and fun we could have with that play on words yeah, name. Yeah. So it was kind of a real letdown. Then I was just kind of brainstorming, thinking about, well, what could be the similar thing, you know. We're not THC infused or CBD anything. We have nothing to do with that. But we, I came up with the name Morning Buzz. So, because that's your morning buzz. What's the yeah. first buzz you get of every morning is your coffee, if you're yeah. a coffee drinker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's perfect. I mean, it, and it's yeah. it's an easy name to remember. And, um, and your logo is very, you, you know, you spot it right away and it's very rememberable and it's uh, well put together. The colors are great too. You know, there's, I don't know any other coffee company that's in that, those color palettes. Yeah. Yeah. Bright yellow. And then, and once we decided on that, we purchased morningbuzz.com.ca.org.edu.buzz, which is our current one. We, we sort of own those for a year just in case someone else decided they liked the name. Yeah. Uh, you can't have it. You have no domains. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard and, and, tra- and trademarked as well too. Yeah. You start yeah. searching for that stuff. I know I own fifty or sixty domains. Um, yeah, and yeah. just because, right? Um, mm-hmm. And there's stuff I may not ever use, but I've bought for the our family stuff. I bought people's names sure. and and spin on theaters and um, like yeah. everything you could ever think of that was kind of available. I just went searching. What about this? What about this? And then it's like, you know, yeah. most of them are like three ninety nine for the year sold. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And we went a little deeper when we went into the, uh, the, the, uh, NIACS search. It was like we're a trademark search and then yeah. to make sure no one else is using it. And then actually putting the, the trademark into Canada to register the trademark so that we can, uh, We'll probably get the register from the government. It's registered, but it takes about a year and a half to two years to actually get that little art. Oh, yeah. And then you can put that on your bags as well. So then you're fully, but as we stand, we're fully protected with that name. So uh-huh. now we're, now we're happy, <laughs> happy and operating. Do you and that's to, the, that's the, that's the, the short story. Do you have to think about registering story. outside of Canada at this point? Just to, it's, it's expensive, there, I know, right? It's, there's more expense when go down in the U.S. Uh, and, and just the, the whole process of food, uh, food products, because you're dealing with the FDA going into America, uh, there's yeah. a whole a gamut that has to be involved in that. You know, so. But just protecting your name in, in the U.S., just in case. No, that's a there's... good idea. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I've known, uh, I've had a couple of music shows that I've had that issue or American shows. Um, kind of tribute type shows and all of a sudden there's you know one that shows up in Canada or someone you know that's mm-hmm. 99% the same right and this is like yeah, oh, right. okay that's that's a problem yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you yeah. start touring a show and all of a sudden there's another one out there that's 
similar yeah. and, and not nearly as good, that can be, be, be an issue. But um, yeah. Um, so how do you go about starting a coffee company? That's the always thing. How do you how do you source beans and how do you decide this is what you're going with? Well, I think, I think step one mm -hmm. is the brand, like the actual, like a logo. Like yeah. if you have an idea, you have an idea for a coffee company or a diaper company. Well, the, the item that you're going for coffee or diapers is clear cut. Yeah. But the brand and the image and, and, and the image you're trying to portray to the community. You know, I think you better have that pretty clear in your mm -hmm. head to build off of. And then from there, you know, sourcing beans. I mean, we, we met a really great guy uh, at the Toronto Tea and Coffee Expo mm -hmm. that ended up just being our guru. And we just lucked out. Hey, Frank, I, it feels like we won the lottery. Yeah. You know, we can ask him. We have asked him any, everything and anything. And he's taken us under, his whole family has taken us under his wings. And they've been dealing with coffee for 50 plus years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the the family so yeah. yeah since the 1950s they've been coffee yeah. and tea so yeah yeah and we we uh, we spent a couple of tours not sleeping because we were sampling <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> trying to so which yeah. roast are we going to go with which yeah. are going to be our you know the four yeah the sort of the light medium yeah. dark and decaf what are what are roast going to be so we had to try them all there yeah. and at one time we both Frank and I had boxes like 12 <laughs> by 12 by nine full of coffee. Wow. Yeah. each yeah. that we were trying like we could it was uh, it was crazy well but the, but then you know so uh, with our uh, um respective spouses we said okay we're going to spend this week i think you were away and then i was yeah. i was at home and said so just let's try each one of these because we narrowed it down a little bit but we still need to narrow it and make a list one two three four you know out of these eight which ones do you like yeah. so both of our top fours were the same Oh, as we came good. back. And that was without any communication. We said, oh, this is so. Of four people too, not just Frank and I, but yeah. like our wives as well. Yeah. That so was it, it was a long process because we, we didn't, we, it had to be fantastic to be the bean we wanted out there. It couldn't just be, yeah, that's okay. It's like, no, it's, yeah. it's got to drop me that, that that's the flavor profile I want for that, you know, for that medium roaster, for that light like, roaster. You would think that like most people that own a coffee company be like, Oh, I drink, I drink it every single day, but we literally do like, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't drink anything else. And I've, I mean, I've had some Kona coffee recently yes. that was <laughs> out of this world, but I like, that was a gift, yeah. a small gift. I've been there. $130, $130 uh, a pound. <laughs> I've been there in, in Hawaii. I went oh. to the factory and, uh, oh. uh, yeah. And they had like, you can go in and they have, taste testing galore right they have mm -hmm. a massive amount of flavors um yeah. and it's it's one of those things where when you get it right there at the source um and you, you know you probably kind of can relate to that you know after you maybe you get it whatever a week or two later or whatever it's been but i know right there was amazing like i yeah there was a few there was a couple uh, I got and, you know, got it home and it was still amazing, but maybe it had to do with just being, being in Hawaii and, and being Hawaii. And, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and right. their, their cold brew is outstanding. Yeah. Wow. Um, cool. Yeah. It's the, the best nice I've stuff. ever had. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's probably fun. one of the best next to morning buzz coffee. Of course. Yeah. It's probably the best <laughs> coffee I've ever had in my life. It yeah. was, I was yeah. just, I like 
cream, a little bit of cream, yeah, steamed milk too. or whatever, or, or cream, and a little, and two raw sugar. That's my thing. Right. I drank this thing black as night. I was just, yeah. I wouldn't want to put anything in it to change that flavor. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it, 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 I guess it would be something that you both would have to agree upon too, right? It's not as if you yeah. know, that flavor profile you both have. I mean, and that would be yeah. a difficult thing to know that, okay, we both have to decide this is, you know, well, that's, this is the profile. That was what was sort of, you know, serendipitous when we came back with our list. I'm like, yeah. whoa, okay, we picked that. We picked, it was okay. And then we, I think yeah. we still did another week or two of let's make sure that was what we yeah, did. Oh, yeah. I, remember, yeah. I remember sitting in your kitchen and brewing them. And like emptying out the grinder, cleaning it out so there was no grinds That's right. whatsoever from the other beam. Yeah. yeah. And 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 coming up. So that was that was a long process. Uh, and then I mean all the technical uh, with anything you know with with getting incorporated and all the the master license and well banking. There was also and, you know, also there was the the bags, <laughs> which was the biggest pain in our beeps that yeah. you could imagine. <laughs> yeah. You'd think that would be easy. That was the hardest thing at by by far. Um, then getting like logos made up of the roasts, and then getting language translated properly, oh, yeah. and getting like a lot went into just that package. So what? Yeah. What was the issue with the bags? Well, it, so certification, like so, organic <laughs> certification, fair trade certification. They have well, we want the amount of coffee bean in there. Oh, how do no? What are you saying that's in there? A whole bean. We want that said differently. So it, it's just the back and forth between the people that are, you know, whose logo you're putting on there, like for the certifiers and the and fair trade associations. Yeah. They have their also, own thing. Also just trying to find a manufacturer that would we'd be able to work with. That was yeah. extremely yes. hard. Yeah. We went through yeah. so many phone calls and emails and ending up in dead ends. And, you know, yeah. that was a struggle in itself. The artwork and, and all that stuff was actually... You know, it was done locally, so we could yeah. communicate back and forth a lot easier. But yeah. I mean, all and the then, manufacturers then, are overseas. And then the final, you know, okay, your bag's going to be here end of January. Well, what starts happening in <laughs> where they're coming from, China? Yeah. So, right. <laughs> the, the, nope, your bags aren't going to be there in time for your launch. Uh, yeah. Just, that was. So we had to use these temporary silver bags. Oh yeah. That's that was right. a big yeah. letdown, so, but uh, so, well, we rolled. So on. there was there was a lot, and we we did uh, we took a lot of courses at the Hamilton Business Center on like we're both musicians who yep. have some small sole proprietor knowledge of how to run a business on our own, but not something this level where you have Canadian food inspection issues you have to deal with and all, all that stuff. Yeah. So we were taking these courses. Some are, most of them are free. Some are paid. You know, you take these four courses. Uh, they're designed to uh, try to access a grant. So they teach you how to do a business plan and all that. And they were fantastic. And I would recommend mm. them. Every, every community has, uh, this type of organization, every municipality has a business center of some sort where you can mm -hmm. just pick their brains all the time. And it yeah. was so helpful. Uh, Incredible. Yeah. Just to, just to teach us. I mean, again, we came out of the musical world, not the, not the marketing and accounting world of high mm -hmm. school yeah. courses. So yeah, it's different. Yeah. I mean, it's a different it's, way of thinking about things. Mm -hmm. Um, I always thought, you know, there really should, or someone should develop, uh, a good business course for musicians that are just based for musicians and, you know, uh, people skills, <laughs> you know, um, uh, you know, knowing how to deal with money, um, uh, especially now, I think, uh, mm -hmm. with COVID, you know, understanding how to save, um, how to invest, um, and all those things, 
that a lot of musicians aren't great with. Um, Taxation you know. laws, that's yeah. a huge one. Like there's, there was things we learned that, oop, ooh, I wasn't doing that right. <laughs> yeah, there's ton, tons you know. of stuff. And I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, they're I listening. now doing it. I they're listening. <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. I'm now doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Replace, uh, no replace tax with tuxedos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, but uh, yeah, there's there's got to be uh, a ton to to grasp and get a hold. Let alone setting up um, online distribution and and wow. getting things. Um, uh, mm-hmm. When you guys sent me uh, um, coffee, it was great because you know you get that. You, you can tell kind of a company that's got it together if you get that and you get the notification that it's been sent and um, yeah. that, that mm-hmm. whole deal that you expect now when you order something from Amazon or anybody yeah. like that, you you now expect that from everybody. And exactly. that's, you know, it's not always an easy situation mm-hmm. to uh, uh, yeah. to make happen. But yeah, it was, mm-hmm. and you want to know that's that, a- you know, that's, I think that's, I think you, you feel important that you're, you know, that you're being looked after or um, mm-hmm. wow. music wise. There's a bit of a security line there. Yeah. 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 Big yeah. shout out goes to, uh, goes to Shopify where we have our online store with them and their, their help, their call center, like to call in to help us as their client. Yeah. We've used extensively and they've been amazing on, on just, just talking you through it, walking you through it, how to run it. Um, from all every little aspect of it has just been fantastic. So, Frank, uh, do you it, do you get do you get five bucks every time you mention Shopify? Shopify. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you buying lunch on uh, tomorrow? Or? <laughs> Shopify, 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 <laughs> Shopify. I won't play the theme that they when you're on hold though. Yeah. That will, you, you want to start twitching as well? No, it's just been. But it, but that's part of the whole deal, is it? Because it's a it's a company that it, when when you get it set up right with them. All that happens, and we've had a couple times where we've got kickbacks, where it, not kickbacks, but where they send, they couldn't be sent, the notification couldn't be, couldn't be sent to the customer. So I called Shopify. They said, "Oh, they probably have something set up," and so we went into our accounts, cleaned that up, and now we're not having that issue of some customers don't get that notification. Very few, yeah. But it was okay. Why is that not happening? Call them up, and they usually find that solution for you. So. That's great. Uh, and that's, you know, it's a constant, especially at the beginning when we were launching it and we were just, you know, the, it's new, but you're in COVID, we're, you know, shipping was a whole other battle and we just, uh, extra gray hair. That's why I'm wearing the hat. I think out of every single thing we've had to encounter from beginning to now, the hardest thing would be shipping. Yeah. yeah. Out of all that stuff, even all the bag stuff I talked about, it's like mm-hmm. the hardest thing would have been to get our head. And we're still constantly fighting that because it's just so expensive for shipping and i mean people are staying home so you want your coffee at home but you're going to pay a premium well worth it for organic fair trade small batch fresh coffee um but then the shipping can be almost as much as your coffee yeah Yeah. and then we we have ways around it where we have like free shipping over a certain amount and so on and so forth and discount codes from from time to time but that has been a real struggle yeah. for every company, I'm sure. Yeah, you wonder on on some of these companies how they can offer the free shipping or <clears throat> like the Amazons and stuff. It's you yeah. know, it's it's you know, there's got to be a lost leader there 
uh, of some sort, or it's got to be built in somehow. But it's uh, volume as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You volume. know, it's, if you can get more sold, um, then that number comes for down. shipping comes yeah, a little it, bit thinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're saying I only want a dollar profit on this product, but you're selling 150,000 units of that every week, yeah. Yeah. that's a fairly decent, you know, fairly decent uh, profit margin you're making on it. So it's that's what it comes down to, and you know, and we're still just looking at ways of trying to circumvent, and we do have you know a little driving for the local stuff, but as soon as you get out of the GTHA, it's it starts getting up in price. So yeah. Well, it's, a, it's always you know, a that stuff too. Customer service is always you know so important. Well, and, and you know what? I there was a, a show I was watching recently. I think it was a, a masterclass that entrepreneur show. Frank, I was mm-hmm. telling you about, and she talks about you know like customer companies that stay true to their customer service will yeah. come out on top, and that's true. You know, no matter how big you get. If you can pay attention to the smallest guy the same way you would the biggest fish, mm-hmm. you know, that's saying something for your customer service. I think that's extremely important. And Frank and I come from a place where we demand that, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, with our purchases or our services or stuff like that, that's hard earned money that we're all making and giving it out to the world or whatever for a fair trade. But we expect quality and customer yeah. service quality back. So I think that's been a, a real big one, eh, Frank, from the time, yeah. from the get-go, on uh, both of our parts was to make sure that customer service is top-notch, 110%. I don't want me calling me. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't want I, you I, calling me. <laughs> I'm, again, I'm, one of those, I, I'm willing to pay for what a service that yeah. I've, you know, I, I know what it is, I know what it costs, yeah. but when the company on the other end is dropping the ball on servicing, something along there has to give. Like there has to either be you know, either some kind of uh, compensation for it, or just you know, some kind of something has to happen. Yeah. So we we've been right on top when there there we haven't had any any serious issues. But again, we're having those you know even notification issues, and I'd have someone saying, um, oh, "Oh, sorry, someone." <laughs> hey was, Siri, they are listening to you, Frank. They are <laughs> listening to you, dude. <laughs> CRA, not Siri. Uh, they uh, we 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 took care of that, and they were. I mean, the the customers, and I remember delivering to one of these customers like two days later. And he was, and he was an older gentleman in Toronto. He was like, he couldn't stop thanking me enough to fix fix his online ordering and stuff like that, and, and that that he was getting all the notifications and it was working. He was very very pleased with that. He goes, "That's great, great job, right?" And I'm like, "Okay, good." So, and we, it's one of those you can go, "Oh, we'll fix it next week." It's like it's easier just to, and again with Shopify, I'm not making any money, but just get on the phone and and fix it. Just get on the phone and fix it as soon as you can, and then you don't have to worry about it, you know. So. And we learned that that's we we made s- small errors on the start is th- just you know in in functional errors that we l- no did that wrong did that wrong let's fix this you know and and there's always room for learning you know we still keep mm-hmm. taking uh, different courses on marketing on how to run our accounting software all that stuff uh, yeah. that doesn't stop it does it doesn't end. Well, I always back a few years ago I ordered something from Sweetwater. Did you ever order from Sweetwater in the States yeah. at all? I, no, but I know what you, the, yeah. the music yeah. uh, website, right? Yeah. yeah and they're huge. I've been down yeah. there a couple of times and I mean, I got a tour of the warehouse area and it's like the size of a football field. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, larger than that. It, it's remarkable the amount of stuff that gets shipped through there. Yeah. But mm. I still remember uh, my first order and then it came literally the next day from mm-hmm. the US through customs, the whole deal. 
like yeah. basically ordered at four and it was on my door by <laughs> 11 the next morning. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. First of all, that was like nuts. I, like, I was yeah. like, how did that, that happen? I can't even yeah. order something from down the road and it comes here the next yeah. day. You can't even order <laughs> Chinese food and get it. No, there. definitely not. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, mm-hmm. a couple hours later, I get a phone call and I look at it and it says, oh, Sweetwater. Huh, I wonder what that is. And it was my sales guy. And he was like, hey, I just want to make sure I've seen that your order got there. I want to make sure that everything was right in the package and blah, blah, wow. blah. I appreciate it. And yeah. it was like, and, and wow. then that guy's been my sales guy ever since. Um, That's cool. I like that. And I just, yeah. I sent him like an email message. Hey, I'm, I want this. Um, yeah. Can you get that together? And uh, I just, I usually like paying by PayPal and not on my credit card. Um, I said, can you send me PayPal receipt and get it? Yep, no problem. And it's like, bam, it's done within like minutes. Um, And it's, you know, out the door and and it's done. And it's so I always have that kind of as my back of my head is that, you know, they're the the kings from when I ordered something. And there's been a a few music places around that I've had discussions with and I won't name who they are. Um, But one, I, you know, I walked in one day and they were having a kind of a, big little opening party thing and um I, I talked to one of the guys i've known there forever and i said one of the things that i hate going into music store nowadays and you probably get this there's a difference between someone coming to buy a uh, hundred dollar amp and guitar and yeah. a tambourine mm-hmm. than someone who wants to come in and buy five grand worth of recording equipment yeah. or something mm-hmm. or wants to spend a larger amount. Mm-hmm. And I'd said, you should source one of your sales guys as this is the guy who deals with pros. 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 Yeah. yeah. And so, cause they used long McQuaid used to be like that. The recording, yeah. like every long McQuaid I was ever in going back 15 years ago, the recording departments would have the recording pro. Yeah. Now it's just like you go in there and it's like, is there anybody in the recording department? Oh yeah. So-and-so from guitars will come over and help you, you know? And then it's just not the same level. Yeah. And then, you know, then you get asked, you know, questions. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, What are you going to use that for? And it's like, (laughs) you know, then you say, I have a studio. I'm thinking, well, that sounds stupid because everyone says they have a studio. Um, So it's, it's a weird thing going into music stores now because first of all, they don't cater to people who are pros anymore. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you want to see any type of, I remember going back in the day into music stores and there always be like three or four uh, mixing consoles on the floor mm-hmm. that you could yeah. sit, you know, recording console. It's like, oh, wow, it's the new Soundcraft or whatever. And you yeah. can sit in front of it. Now you don't see any of that stuff. You exactly. might might see a, you know, $300 reverb unit up in the wall or, or some microphones in, in a display case. And a and limited amount of monitors. Like, yeah. you know, there might be seven pairs that you can try out or whatever, where there yeah. used to be walls of them, right? Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. the only place that really has some high-end stuff is the the flagship uh, Long McQuaid uh, store in Toronto. That is, Bloor, yeah. Uh, no, not the Bloor one. There's Sorry, that probably is the flagship. There's another one that kind of, it's a pro uh, Long McQuaid. They just deal with high-end stuff. Mm. Um, okay. Where is that? All right. I'm trying to remember. Find it. It's on the <laughs> east end. Um, you don't need to go there. Not Pickering. <laughs> yeah, is it, is, is, is it Pickering, afford... maybe? Not Pickering. No, it's before you get. Oh, Lar- okay. uh, I'll look it up and send it. But it's it's yeah yeah yeah. It's the they have a, it's a pro one and so cool. 
I went in there and they had a lot of great stuff. I mean, you know, was, oh. you know, great stuff looking around. But I got the, you know, treatment in there like I was some guy wanting to buy drumsticks. Um, wow. No offense. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, at least I have drumsticks. <laughs> well, well, many, many of them. Yeah. But it was like weird. Okay, finally I'm in a spot that, you know, I want to see stuff. And I asked a couple of questions on a couple of things. And I was like, I, I felt, I, you know what? I, I'm not even going to buy. I could have spent, yeah. I was ready to spend some money. And I left and it's like, no, you know, it's not happening. Cause I just, yeah. you know, they kind of look at you like you're a nobody. Um, and that's how I felt. And I think, wow, okay. I'm just going to call Sweetwater and order from Sweetwater. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, yeah. there's a, there's a great store. I, I normally, I mean, again, along the quaid is along the way of anywhere you are, any city you are, yeah. but there's a store in, uh, in Oakville gear music on Kerr street. And their attitude is like if if one of the guys is with you know dad that's buying little Johnny or little Janie a guitar to start lessons, and I walk in the door or any pro player that they recognize, they'll like hang on a second, sir. Frank, are you? you, do you need? And it's either if I, I'm in a hurry because I need some strings or something to get on the road, they'll put this person aside, do the sale, or they but they just check in to see if I need some service right away. Yeah, that's a store that caters to pro players in there, but right. it's a very small store. And, but you we, feel we will that not be doing that at Morning Buzz. Everyone's welcome. <laughs> nobody gets pushed to the back line. No one. No one pushes. No one puts Frank in the corner. That's right. Well, the tough thing too, uh, I mentioned uh, to someone as well in the music store. We'll get off this subject. Um, but yeah, if you go to if you go to a guy in the guitar department or a keyboard department, yeah. and you asked about, uh, hey, I heard the uh, something something keyboards coming out next week, and they just look at you like. What, what's that? <laughs> and I was like, you're in the keyboard department, you know? Yeah, dude. And, yeah. and half the day, there's a sitting around, you think yeah. they should be up on right. everything, yeah. right? Uh, uh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, they've been. So Long and McQuaid wanted to move to an open concept. So before they used to have the guy that was in the drum department and the guy that was in the bass department, so on and so forth. Um, but in the last couple of years, they've moved to this open concept that everybody should be proficient at every station so that if oh are you free okay well you go over to the drum guy because there's somebody waiting over there mm -hmm. as opposed to walking into the drum department and having the drum guy that you always go yeah. see yeah you know and that just concept just doesn't work no because but it, it but works you can fine be... to the people that are buying the guitar and tambourine and yeah yeah amp yeah that's fine yeah. Yeah. you know but for the pro market but, it doesn't work or even mid-range sure. guys that are like yeah. kind of know somewhat what they're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, I think that's where Cosmo Music has their success because they have that. They still have their, there's the drum room, then there's the guitar department, the keyboard yeah. department, the recording, and the people in there know their stuff. They're they not, do. It's a great you know, place. You know, and you have a Starbucks out front. And it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get okay. your coffee. Yeah. See, we may have our own coffee company, but we always need coffee. So, you know, it's it's one of those things in life. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I'm so, proud of that. Speaking of that, uh, is there any other coffee companies out there that you, when you're on the road don't have yours that you'll you'll slip into uh, besides Starbucks? Uh, uh, as far as like companies like to go get a beverage, I don't think there's that much out there. I will we'll always look for that kind of small cafe shop yeah, that'll yeah. actually probably pour a really nice espresso and make us a decent Americana. But yeah. um, it seems like you know Starbucks is your 
McDonald's of coffee. It's everywhere. And on the most front, except for those, you know, New York uh, interstate uh, Starbucks, the majority of them are consistent across yeah. the board. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they, they certainly yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so talk about Americana um, and regular brewed coffee. What makes the Americanas that much better? Um, America, well, it's, it's, so we, we usually do, it's, uh, it's a four shot, four espresso shots into yep. hot water. Um, and done on top, again, it flowers. It's just a stronger, we both, we were both dark roast uh, fans. So it's just a really bold flavor, flavorful coffee. And when you do a stretto shot, it's just a longer process of doing the espresso shot. Yeah. So there's even I more think, creaminess, yeah. more creaminess to it, sweeter. Yeah. The, the sweetness of the bean comes out. Right. Yeah, it's so much more flavor exploding in those three or four shots of espresso as opposed to an entire pot or filtered ground coffee being dripped through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you get 12 cups in some of those pots. I think with the espresso, you're getting that real full, rich yeah. flavor. So how do you how do you guys uh, make your coffee in the morning? Like, in the morning, so you're getting up or any time at home. I do French press. Yeah, yeah. French press as well. So I'll grind it and then French press it. Yeah, that's the and way. Forget about the water boil. Oh, we've got to boil it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's it's. I mean, I remember the first time trying one. I thought oh, this is a lot of work. It's easier to just. Put it, but it's not that much more work than the filter. The exception of the filter is you can take it out and throw it in your compost or something like that. Yeah. Instead of having to clean out the French press, but it's not a huge. If you, once you get used to this, you know, I could do it half asleep and, and, and boom, there it is. I, you know, most times I'll put the, the beans in the right thing, you know, as opposed to the thermos or something like that. But so yeah, that's, a, our, that's our choice at home. Americana at home is not something you, you would do or. Well, if, I think that I want to do it, but one, uh, I want to have the proper machine yeah. to do it and a yeah. not, not 150 to $250 one from Canadian Tire. No yeah. offense to anybody who owns those machines, but. I mean, they're just not doing what you are going to get even at Starbucks level. Yeah. Like those machines that you're using are hundred, $150,000 machines that as long as the person behind it is doing it right, should be able <laughs> yeah. to pour you or pull you yeah. the best shot you've ever had in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's an art that I, that you'd have to learn. And that's a real big mess at home. I think that's, yeah. Takes it to another whole level. Yeah. But once, once you One know how to I'd do like a to proper espresso. It. Yeah. It's just the machine, any good machine starts at about 800 to $1,000 just for the machine itself. And, yeah. and then if you oh. want it to be part of your stuff, there's that's, the plumbing involved and, and, yeah. and then it just goes up and up Way and you can, into, you can get into, you can get into $15,000 very quickly for yeah. a little yeah. coffee machine at home. So it's fresh I mean, press we, is a little cheaper. When we get a, when we have our brick and mortar, Yep. That's probably when I'll start to learn how to do that. Yeah. When I actually have to buy a machine yeah. for our coffee shop, then yeah. I'll be like, "Hey, Bartista, come on, show me, show the old guy here." Show the owner how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> come over here. That's right. What yeah. about the uh, clover machines they have there at some of those Starbucks? Have you tried? Um, I have yeah. the press. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've had like a. Rev- it's like a, a reverse, reverse French, French press. press. Yeah. Something they call it. Yeah, yeah, they're tasty. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't know if it's a gimmick what's though. Pro, what, what's the, what is with that? Like, is that, would that be considered kind of the upside down? Almost an upside, it's almost like a, almost a upside down French press. Stranger things. I don't know. It's, it, it seems like I a lot. I tried it. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. They charge you a little extra for it. Um, Nothing they, pops out though. It, no. it to me while I looked at when I remember talking to the one I think it was a, here Ontario there's a 24 hour Starbucks 
So of That's course where I know I've had where it. it is. Of course I know where it is. Queen, um, Queen, yeah. And and it seems to take up a lot of its counter space just for that one thing that only a few people seem to have. Yeah. And and you didn't see it in a lot of Starbucks. It was. I've it was, never seen anybody else get it, and I've only got it yeah. twice. I've seen a and few. It's take, yeah. 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 But it takes up the whole back end of their counter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it seems. Is, kind of messy i mean the, all the grinds yeah. come up and they got to scrape it off the top yeah and, yeah and it's it seems like a it seems like a novelty uh to some degree um mm-hmm. yeah. but i know i know some people get it or lo- search for yeah. starbucks that oh, have yeah, okay. it just to okay to make sure they um now you know flat white mm-hmm. flat white that kind of coffee that sticks in my head that kona coffee sticks in my head the morning buzz coffee I'm telling you, hand to God, sticks in my head. The flavor. Yeah. I know what that sting yeah. flavor tastes like. I know what yeah. that flat white tastes like. But I couldn't tell you what that the, uh, Cloverdale tasted like. Clover, like it wasn't Clover, enough. Yeah. Clover, yeah. Well, there's, yeah, you they usually have about three or four different more exotic roasts that you can you can pick from. Um, yeah. And then it, you know, it grinds them, the beans, and then does its thing. So does its whole thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it was, it was, I mean, again, when it was there, I tried it and then it, 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 it's a busy location and it was just one of those, ah, just a, an Americano will be faster. You know, yeah. uh, I, I was usually, I was teaching down in Port Credit. So it was, I was on my way to work and yeah. it, it, it didn't have time anymore. I, you couldn't order that. And that wasn't on the app either. I couldn't get the clover on the app at least. Oh yeah. Back oh, yeah. When I had the app. yeah so you can't, yeah. It was easier for me. Oh, I see a lineup. I'll just fire the app up and put my order in and they start that one first. <laughs> They'll still do a French press for you now, won't they? If you ask for it. Will they do one? Yeah, I oh, think that they okay. they will, but you have to wait. Like you have yeah. to sit there and wait the, yeah, you know, the X amount time, of minutes yeah. for it to do its thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only other coffee that I've had in the last year that I was really surprised about was the Black Rifle. Have you tried that yet? Oh no, but I love that company. Yeah, yeah. I, I love what they're about for sure. I haven't tried it. They have a Canadian location out. Um, out near Edmonton. Um, cool. And uh, I just stumbled. I don't know. Maybe it's because of a Joe Rogan podcast. They were talking about it and I wore mm-hmm. some and it was, it was the only coffee. Um, I, I think you would like it. Um, it's uh, similar to yours. Uh, it's like one of those where you drink it. He was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We oh, that's try a it. coffee. Yeah. Uh, cool. And they're about veterans, right? Like yeah. they're all about veterans mm-hmm. and that, that's, yeah. I love that a, stuff. Yeah. They have a big, big great uh, uh, background and uh, mm-hmm. they got a lot of support there. So yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, the, it, it's difficult when you, you know, you go to Costco and you, you see the, the big, huge bags of coffee and, <laughs> and, you know, you think that, okay, that's how long that's been sitting around and yeah, by yeah. the time it gets there and then it gets to you and you, you try to get through that whole bag. Um, it does make a bit of a difference once you, crack that bag open and and it's sitting there for a while and um you you would be shocked or maybe you wouldn't be shocked by how many people still think that that's a better way to go because of what price tag is yeah tagged on to that sure. you know a lot of people talk about well that that huge bag you're talking about at costco is 8.99 how could you sell yeah. yours for 17.99 it's only one pound this is 450 pounds <laughs> yeah. coffee bean for 8.99 like how could you not think that's amazing and, uh, and that's cool. I, I get that. Yeah. But um, I, 
Well, there's people who go to Tim Hortons every day. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, did I say that? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, I got to tell you that downstairs in my freezer oh, no, is a jar of is a jar of uh, instant decaf for my stepfather-in-law. Even oh, yeah. though we have a fantastic decaf, I have all kinds of really great coffee here. It's some including Kona beans here once in a while. I don't know if we get them in that. Oh, and he will he will take the instant more. he will take the instant and uh and yeah but, and it's but, no, there's no knock and, and there's, there's, no, there's nothing you can't knock that like. it's, yeah it's the same way you know if, yeah. if someone loves the clover and that's what they're going to go and search for mm-hmm. then i don't i will never knock someone's you know i'm a black coffee oh. drinker but i'm not going to knock someone that puts you know four by four in their in their coffee you know and, and we get that's asked how you that like question it all the time is how do you make a good coffee how do you do this how many scoops of this should you have over that well there are kind of guidelines but you know what the the people say are is the the right combo, but at the end of the day, we say every single time it's all what you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you like a drip pot machine like my parents did growing up, and you like that pot to sit on the warmer all day, and you like <laughs> to fill your cup up every couple hours, yeah. fill your boots. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's just everyone's like their they like their own thing. So go mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Back in the in the day when I was gosh, I was just out of high school when I started working at Cedar Tree. Uh, recording studio in Kitchener with Rick. Oh and yeah, that. cool, yeah. And uh but their coffee regiment was just horrible. I mean, they had this old <laughs> coffee machine and they would sit there in the burner for hours, like hours. So <laughs> they go up and drink a black and it was just like yeah, yeah. and it really I I really didn't drink drink coffee until maybe 10 years ago. Um Okay. Yeah. And, and I think it was I was just traumatized <laughs> by <laughs> but that, that coffee there because it just yeah. smelled burnt and sure, um, yeah, and it just didn't the bar seem, coffee. Yeah, you go play a gig and you're yeah, like, yeah, hey yeah. guys, get any coffee like oh, a wrench or something. No, no, like, no, no, no. And then they give you the bar coffee. It's like dun 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 oh. dun. The only time that's good is in the morning sometimes. when they're all just getting to work. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time that's good yeah. when you play the matinee. I think I think Rick now gets skipped the dishes from the Starbucks, you know, whatever, 10, yes. 10 kilometers away from this from his studio. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he used to, he just drank that stuff just it was like oh. awful. But uh it he worked a lot of hours, so it kept him going. Yeah, that yeah, was for, yeah, sure. Yeah. for sure, man. Everything everything works. And and I still that sometimes that drip coffee, you know, that could be a Mother Parker's at a at a breakfast diner, that will yeah. do it for me in the morning, you know, with, sure. if it's that particular kind of Meal. We were just in Calgary recently doing a gig, and we went to this great breakfast place that Frank found. Uh, four, four of us went the next day or whatever, and uh, we had the coffee. Frank and I ordered a uh, Americano. Yeah. Right? I didn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference. I couldn't tell because we finished that coffee, and she'd come back around with the pot because the other two people were yeah. with had drip coffee. Yeah. And there's, I was like, can I just get a refill just of the normal yeah. coffee? Yeah, no problem. And, I couldn't tell it's you. It's the same. I think that's was, they just no charge us more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was only two. I think it was a two shot Americano. So I think we're right. we're so used to like a But they're in small that would have should have been a yeah. It should have been a three shot still. I think we should have Or you think you'd shot. still would have felt some full body on the yeah. side of the tongue, like just some something pungent, something mm-hmm. present. And it was also minus fourteen degrees, so maybe that was it's very cool. These buds were frozen from the night before. Sure, <laughs> I heard about right. that gig actually because uh, oh. I interviewed uh, Greg Shannon, um, uh, and he was at the gig. I didn't know you guys okay. did it until actually just a few hours ago, and I was looking and I saw your pictures there. I was like, "Oh, you guys oh. really were playing." Um, but the yeah, same I, night. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, so who's Greg? Greg Shannon is a the morning guy for CFCW oh, in Edmonton. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been a uh, huge radio guy in Canada for years and years and years and years um, on gotcha. CMT and um, the whole deal. Um, but yeah, he came down with his wife. He said, uh, um, actually, there was this pre pre show talk, and then he was talking about how cold it was. It was yeah. so. So I'll tell you. So the sound check, I was like, it was like a a, a nice <laughs> evening in Cuba because I had the propane heater blowing on me. I thought oh, yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna enjoy this gig, and I was talking about it to these guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty good over here, and but they didn't shut the, uh, they didn't turn the heaters down for the five hours that we weren't on stage. <laughs> so yeah. by the time we hit stage, it was blowing cold. They, they ran out of propane. Oh. So no we propane. were we were 90 minutes in minus 14. Pure guitar stayed in tune because there was nothing to heat it up. Yeah. yeah, right. It was just, it was cold hands on cold guitar. It just, so that was well, the only did, benefit. He did say. <laughs> so you don't uh, even have your fingers anymore, eh, Frank? You got some <laughs> He did say he felt sorry for the band because they, you played for a couple guys. 90 minutes set. 90, yeah, we yeah. did, yeah, we did a, minute, yeah. a Shania and a Keith Urban tribute. So it was, it was back to back. So it was not even like 10 minutes to go in. And, you know, I, I had these like hot pockets or whatever. Yeah. They lasted three songs and there was <laughs> no, there was just plastic in my pocket at that point. Uh, <laughs> That's not going to work. You know, Ed's toes were, you know, he didn't feel them for. No, listen, oh, yeah. I'll tell you something like that on those gigs. I won't take, I won't, you won't hear me complaining because I feel for you guitar players and bass players having like that, you know, drummers, whatever. Like at the end of it, I was kind of more clubbing it like a caveman just because I yeah. trying to hold on to the sticks, <laughs> you but you won't hear me complaining, buddy. You guys yeah, steam there. coming off your head though. There. I, hey, I even took a toque off. I was removing I layers. So what do I have to complain about? There, but there was a point we're doing like, I think we're either doing one of the Shania ballads or, or the Keith Urban. And, and, and I got to play these gentle parts and like, just I'm shivering. So my hands just like shaking away. I'm like, okay, stop. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. But, but I mean, we've got some video and it's like, wow, I'm, wow that sounds actually pretty good. Yeah. I didn't think it was, you know, it's a, it, and once you listen back you. to it, you're, you just, because I, I mean, I remember the first half of the show, I was like, okay, just get through this song, just get through this song. Yeah. And then we got to the Keith Urban portion. Okay, just get through this verse, get to the guitar solo, get out of the song, get to the next song and see if I survive that next. And I was like, yeah. there's points I was thinking, I probably got frostbite somewhere going on here and, and you know, but everything's fine. So, yeah. Well, Frank, did you want me, did you want me to? Call up the band again in case you want to keep complaining about it. Or it was just, my, I got no, I got no cheese here to go with my wine. So. Give him a call, maybe set up a Zoom meeting Listen, after this. I, I Roger that. That's funny. I'm still bitter, bitterly cold. It's all jokes here, buddy. I haven't even been able to take the toque off that I was wearing. That it's frozen in my head. You have patches of your of your gloves still stuck to your skin. <laughs> Got a steamer oh, out. Man. It was yeah. it was what fun. Chat, it, went, chat, sure. hey. it was weird. It was weird flying. It was weird flying. Flying, Darren. Yeah, how was how was that? I mean, I, I haven't been on the plane well, all year. Well, well we'll tell you. Ed, you want to tell them about the first flight? Well, on the way there, it was pretty clear. I mean, we were Frankie you had your own seat. Yeah. I think I was uh, sharing with one of our bandmates, but nobody in the middle. There was nobody. Like, yeah. it was quite spread out. It was an Air Canada flight. On the way back, not as so much. It was, it was shoulder packed. to shoulder. Yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, the, but the itinerary, on the, and I understand with COVID, oh, yeah. the itinerary was a one-hour flight to Ottawa from Toronto, a five-and-a-half-hour layover in Ottawa, and then the four-and-odd-hour flight to, uh, to Calgary from there. So it's very strange, you know. It might have been a couple 
double vodka Caesar's drink. <laughs> yeah. A couple of them. COVID couple killers. Five, five, hours, five hours worth of them. Someone's got to come up with the drink, the COVID killer, and sell at the airport. <laughs> and, there was no, and, there was, and there was not a good cup of coffee to be had in that airport anywhere. Yeah. So it was no, very there frustrating. Was not. You know. Wow. The Starbucks was even closed, so that wasn't, you know. Well, so fun. you know, overall, fun gig, fun gig. Yeah. It's a gig in 2020, and you can talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Yes. So, so okay. We've done a couple drive-in theaters over the summer. Yeah. And, you know, coming up to that, we were so looking forward to it. You know, we were just so stoked that we hadn't played for so long, still just trying to wrap our head around the world that we're in. Um, but we're going to get to go do a gig and we're going to get to go do it in, um, in, in a unique situation that we've none of us have ever done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get there. The first day we had two gigs in one day, of course. Go figure. No gigs for yeah. eight months and then Five. two <laughs> or four and a half hours apart from each other. Yeah. But it was pouring. Oh, and then, man. so as much as I give them props and like, and thank you, thank yous, uh, from the bottom of my heart, it was still frustrating for us because there was no front of house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no PA. So yeah. there was nothing to feel off of. There was like, you just had wedges and that's what you were playing to. And then the rest was yeah. mixed to the, to the car audio or to the radio. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. was very, you know, after the novelty of the finish a song and beep, beep, beep and lights flashing, which was very cool and awesome. Yeah. Warmed mm-hmm. our hearts right up. But after a fourth song of that, it's like, you're not feeling it. Like just the vibe. And that was mm-hmm. frustrating where the Calgary gig we just did had full PA that we were playing a real yeah. show. To, yeah. You yeah. Know, up to people. Yeah. People. Yeah. yeah. The drive-in thing, uh, you know, it's, it's something, you know, it, it yeah. is, it's, it is uh, a Passover. You can see now that I don't think there's anyone making money at it. Um, and that's it. It was heavily sponsored. You know, if it's a heavily sponsored yeah. event, um, which some of them are, um, then there's some money to be had. Um, mm-hmm. But as you know, as a person who's putting on the show, um, not I haven't heard anyone has made money on them. No, um, and you know, how long do you want to do that for? I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, going forward, you know, I mean, it, it, all the all the chatter is that you know, at least till the fall of next year. So we're looking at another summer the same way, but I think the thing like we did with the hotels, you know, playing on the courtyard, or the, the <coughs> pool level of any, so if a hotel has that set up, they can sell the rooms that way. So there, there will be more work next summer. It's still going to be, it's still not going to be, I don't imagine it's going to be those theater shows, not going to be the festival shows like before, but there will be more of it because it started getting to go, it started getting going maybe late July, early August. Like there wasn't really a lot of shows because everyone was trying to figure out how to do it, and, to, and it, everyone had to wait till the opening for that. So, yeah, the if problem it stays is, with that same kind of thing, well, at least we can get some kind of work with drive-ins and that. And as long as there's some financial backing for it, yeah, as long as the backing's there, that the yeah. only problem is another what six, seven, eight months from now uh, yeah. in the summer. You know, are, are people going to be, or is there going to be companies that want to spend that mm-hmm. type of money? I mean, there are places that are making doing better business than I've ever done. Um, yeah, so right, there's, exactly. there is money being made. Um, yeah. It's just whether, you know, there are, is money to put behind those type of things or the government going to put yeah. money behind yeah. those things. So imagine um, six, seven, eight months of all these entrepreneurs, all these, you know, different uh, promoters and such conjuring up and thinking of new ways to, to do this or new ways to make money. You know, there's going to be a lot of new things come about, I think in the next eight mm-hmm. months. 
because it's, it's going to be a long winter. You know, it's a long winter. It's going to be a long winter for people who aren't sitting there brewing up yeah. ideas. Yeah, and then I, I, yeah. I'm not. I don't want to disagree with you, but I kind of disagree with you. I think I think they've all been taken up already. Um, yeah. I don't know how many more ideas there are. Um, well, we. That's you know? the thing, though. You don't know until somebody comes up with like, "Oh, that's a great idea." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be, be a lot of time for people to sit there and yeah. And it just still to get people mass gathered together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's. it's I tough. think people would be yeah. people in general. If 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 there was a if there was a vaccine or if it had run its course, I don't think it would take that. I mean, there are going to be some people that are hesitant, but they will be people that would fill theaters up again and stuff like that. Yeah, it's going to be the ins- which insurance company is going to want to carry that liability first. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what's that's the whole thing. Live Nation is talking about why they're waiting till fall of twenty twenty one because it's they don't know who's going to insure this, like who wants to take mm-hmm. that liability because that's a huge thing. Like if you do get an outbreak at an event like that, I mean it. But at the same time, you know, we were on a you know two hundred fifty people packed on an airplane. Uh, yet for, you know, for four hours, yet you can't fill a theater for an hour and a half for a show, you know, it is bizarre with that. Um, It's very, it's a we it's weird that certain things can happen, you know, and uh, that, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I think we just have to muscle through it, you know, that's yeah. Yeah. I look at that and that is true. I mean, you're packed in an airplane. Um, I mean, what's the difference letting that happen over totally um, letting a show? I mean, I don't yeah. think on an people... airplane you can take your mask off and eat or drink as well. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to sit there and take a mask off and eat or drink in a theater. No. Yeah. So it's even more safe, I would and, think. And, and it's all the same air. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's the not, same air, right? Not getting fresh air up there, you know. It's yeah. Not, well, right. there's always there's the issue of getting people in and out. As we know, a lot of these lobbies yeah. are pretty mm-hmm. small. Washrooms right. can't you know, they don't know how to deal. They can get people in the seats. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, once they're in their seats, it's typically fine. It's the getting them in, getting them out. um, dealing And the lost revenue of a bar, like you can't, all of a sudden you can't function an intermission bar or pre-show bar. That's, that's a huge loss for them as well too. Right. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's been, I've been on a bunch of zoom meetings and stuff from venues across Canada and, um, and they're, you know, they all have plans, you know, they have, well, we could yeah. do this, we could do that. Um, mm-hmm. They have it laid out, but none of it makes any sense. You know, yeah. well, you, you, you have a, you have a venue as well, right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you, you're, you're dealing with it as, as we speak. See, getting, getting them in and out. I mean, you could probably get around that mentally, but the bathroom thing, I don't know how you'd get it around that. It's, mm-hmm. it's really difficult. I mean, it, it's that one thing alone in our venue would, just shut it down. I mean, yeah. unless you'd have someone who would have to clean after every three or four people yeah. went in or something. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. Um, and it's, it's not only that, you know, I think for a lot of theater gigs, um, it depends on the show you're doing, but a lot of theater gigs are an older audience. Um, yes, that's it. And those people aren't comfortable going out. Younger audience. Yes. Uh, we just had a call here today from people who come to our theater all the time and they were just t- calling to say hello and checking in. They were, you know, just kind of fishing to see what was going to maybe happen next year and that. And they basically said, we haven't left our house since March. Wow. Yeah. And they haven't. Like they, their daughter brings them their groceries. Um, they've been at home since March because they're, they're scared to go 
because yeah. um, they're older. Um, yeah, and older. I know a lot of clients who have called in have been exactly the same way. Uh, yeah. They just, they haven't gone anywhere. They might have, you know, they might live in an apartment building or condo building. They go across the hallway to their friends that they're, they know haven't left the building either. And that's, yeah. Yeah. that's all they do. Um, mm-hmm. and At least they have that. Some people, you know, thank yeah. goodness for that. Yeah. Big time. But those people are going to be, it's going to be tough to get those people out. You know, a lot of people yeah. are thinking that the, the industry is going to bam, take off. And it's going to be a slow climb. Yeah. And And a change. It's going to be different than it was before that start of that climb. And you can't. Absolutely. The other issue is you can't have everyone at the starting gate at once. So you take, uh, you know, take all the shows you play in. uh, They scattered throughout the year, right? Here and there. Sometimes you don't go back to a place for a couple of years, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But now you've got everybody sitting there wanting to go off the starting gate at the same time. And they're all just trying to figure out when that date is, when they all can, you know, the open the gates open and the race starts. And there's yeah. only, you know, it's like any race. There's only one winner, um, and you know, there's a second and third place, and there's a bunch of people that don't make it, and you know, mm-hmm. bow out. So that's the thing: is do you want to be in that first bunch? Because there's only yeah. going to be a few of those people that will be successful. Uh, mm-hmm. and there won't be an audience. There won't be enough people. Um, it's already going to be a reduced audience. Um, yeah. And then there's not going to be enough people to go out to all these shows. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be weird on how they mm-hmm. they stagger things or everyone's just going to go, we're going, and, yeah. uh, and away you go. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. difficult. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's, it's, it's weird for sure. Strange, strange times. I mean, every... Uh, you know, the historically every pandemic is about a year and a half uh, at, you know, from the safety time. And we're only at the what seven month mark or if we consider sort of March or our shutdown time. So, yeah. you know, it's it, but I mean, I remember back in March reading about two weeks in Italy being locked down. And here we are. seven. I thought, how could you be locked down for two weeks? Yeah. Here we are, you know, seven months, seven months later and still, you know, still not having any kind of near any kind of normalcy. Um for me, thankfully, and I think for Ed to having a coffee company to start and launch, as much as that came came with its own set of uh, difficulties, took our brains away from the fact that our entire mm-hmm. yeah. 25, 30 years of what I've done for my life has been, you know, the rug's been pulled out from under me. And almost uh, a perfect time, really, to launch it. I'm sure you, a lot of people all think... This- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of people think that we launched it because we lost, yeah. you know, the music job. But <laughs> yeah. honestly, that's, yeah. we had planned April 2nd yeah. for months prior to that as our yeah. launch. It just happened that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, now you have all this extra time to educate yourself. Yeah, and just, yeah. and you, yeah. know, you wouldn't have had all that time. Um, that's right, man. You know, it just, and same with me. I've been learning new stuff in the studio and, Everything. I mean, there's a bunch of new things I've I've done that I wouldn't have never had time before. So there's there's mm-hmm. a part of it that I'm very thankful mm-hmm. for, um, and a part of it I'm not thankful for yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, but totally. You have to kind of look at it as oh, a, a blessing yeah. of some sort. Right? Yeah, totally, man. Look at it positive. You know, I, yeah, I, it, 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 I, it was I strange. Like just for that Calgary like, thing. I mean, I didn't like. Ed, you go. Oh, I thought we were. All, I thought we were both frozen there for a second. No, I just remember hearing uh, from an athlete back years ago. I don't remember exactly who it was 
talking about, I think it was Michael Jordan talking about being always being prepared. So in off season, like when you have downtime, you know, you should be prepared for that next phone call, you know, mm-hmm. the next game to be called out upon. Right. So us, it's like gigs, you know, it's like, that's why we practice. We keep up our chops mm-hmm. um, and hone those skills so that when we get the call for that gig, we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been one of those times. I think that a lot of people have taken advantage of that. Um, but there's been that struggle of uh, emotions and mental well-being that, you know, that depression and situational depression or, you know, where you want to work on all these skills and you want to fill your schedule up with all these master classes and courses and mm-hmm. pra- tons of hours of practicing or, you know, recording projects. And then you have to fight this demon that is trying to push you down uh, mm-hmm. because it can be pretty thick and pretty- heavy. Yeah, pretty dark. Yeah, it can be pretty dark. Yeah. It's, it, it, your sort of entire definition of who you are has just been stopped. You know, it's like yeah, you have to yeah. reinvent. It's like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. not that person. At least for now, for the next year and a half, I'm not that person. No matter, you know, even those smattering of shows, and th- that really showed it. I mean, even just like packing to go to a trip to Calgary for two yeah. nights, like all that you know we did it we did the other one on the bus trip out that way too we did a modified darts bus tour out to alberta yeah what do you put in a, well, i don't even know what to put in a suitcase anymore after not doing it for six months <laughs> it's very strange it's... how to pack your gear because i like literally i i when i when i knew it shut down i pulled all my guitars out into this room <laughs> and That's you know had everything wired so i could practice this is what you bring frank and then i didn't know how to like yeah <laughs> you know, we had some we had good backline but i mean i didn't I didn't even know how to pack gear anymore. Like it's like I may got to make sure I got all the cables because that became just so routine. We were just you know you're home Sunday night and by Wednesday you're packing again for Thursday morning flight or wherever yeah. you're going and, and it just became so natural to do it that yeah. it when was, it stopped, it was interesting. The, the phone call we got today from the client also made a comment which I never thought about anyone thinking about this. They said, "Well, we're wondering about next summer as well because a lot of these shows." haven't performed for a year and how good are they going to be <laughs> right and i was like wow that's an interesting thought from an audience perspective oh, yeah. um yeah. but you could see you know if you're sitting around i was not thinking of anything and that kind of comes up in your brain then yeah. then you know I, I, would, yeah. I would think that you know everyone still rehearses and um you know there's times where you you know, you have weeks off between gigs and sure. and you can be yeah. sloppy. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's no different. You just get up and and, and play. So I don't mm-hmm. think most of the audience would ever know, but it's it's obviously on some people's minds. Yeah, um, pro. I mean, even, we're all we were pros at it. and It still was like a little nerve wracking to do that first. Like even when we were doing a we were doing a little video shoot the first time, and we hadn't played music with each other for I think at that point four four and a half months. And we're setting up and it's just weird to start making noise and then, okay, let's just start jamming out just to sort of warm up, you know, get the cobwebs off. And that oh, felt, but it felt so, good. it felt good, but it was, it felt good. We, I remember it did that. feel good. And then oh. going live. And of course, you know, you're, you're the first time back we had every, you know, from the bad weather to not good text to not good this, to like just <laughs> yeah. not being fed. It was everything that could possibly go wrong happened on the same comeback day twice. It's like, why am I, why am I in this industry again? Twilight episode. All this stuff you hate about the industry because you know you're gonna come across those moments all the time. That day, yeah, 
you know, I, I would, you know, I say that in the previous five years up to that, I've, it's been, you know, 85, 90% great gigs with the odd, you know, there's always just, the odd one. Just, yeah. It's just the odd yeah. one. That's just not as well run or whatever. I think everyone uh, so, needs to have those odd ones just to, yeah. to make sure they know how good the good ones are. Absolutely. Keep you humble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and even but take they a suck no matter what. Slices, <laughs> slices, and dice it all you want, buddy. <laughs> it still sucks. I just, I just got, I got, I got, I got. I won't say who. I just got asked about a gig in December on a, an afternoon on a Saturday in a bar. I mean, the money was like. The, well, come on, tell us, tell us. Well, it's like a hundred bucks for a four-hour call. I'm like, I no, no way. I'd, I'd rather say hi, welcome to Walmart. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't go in reverse. Now, if it was the problem with I'll it, I'll take it was, those gigs. Anybody if, who's if it uh, was, watching. No, to play guitar. If it was, if Ed, no, if, <laughs> if the band was specifically different players, I'd be, I'd be more inclined to say yes to something like that, more for the fun of doing it, yeah, for the pure pleasure of doing it, than for the money part of it. Because if the money part, yeah, I could just, I could get a job at Walmart and greet people and or whatever, you know. But so here's a question for you: If, if Morning Buzz just took off like crazy and it was totally consuming every hour of your day. Would you be okay with that taking over your music? Yes. Well, go you answer first, Frank, yeah. and then I'll well, answer for myself. <laughs> no, I'm going to say yes. I mean, it, no, it, go it, for it. I, 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 I also found, I mean, and, and I, I find that with the slowdown in music, and it'll still carry into next summer, it gives us more a chance to focus again on the company that we, we didn't have that opportunity when we would have been touring normally. Yeah. We would have been, you know, candle at both ends, burning, and and doing that at the same time. So now we have the focus to, you know, to make the things that are great about the company better, fix any little tweaks, tweak things, you know, learn learn our social media, learn our marketing skills. That's a you know huge thing that we want to learn, and all these little things. We have more time for it. So for the for the short term, and you know, if I'm talking the next year, year and a half, I can accept that on on the success of the company. Um, now and my wife is my wife is working and you know so that yeah. that helps you know and, and I do live in Canada so I'm helping with you know I do I, I get to draw from certain you know CERB and CRB yeah. has been beneficial in that way so it's not making me destitute and have family support but what if it had to take over your music like you had to make a choice uh, I could could do it I don't know I have to think about it to think about it I could, I guess at this point I'm gonna say yes I'm old enough to say yes I mean well, that's you know what I gotta wait for Ed. That, so you're watching it squirming your chest. <laughs> I never knew this. And I, How do you feel? The, the light, Frank? the, the, the light's getting brighter. Off. The, the, the lights get, it's the lights hot. getting brighter. My, you know, my hat's coming off now. <laughs> it's, it's melting. <laughs> Ed, same you know, question. I well, listen, man. Um, when I when we started this company, I knew that music, like as a drummer, you know. Um, it beats the shit out of your body. Like mm-hmm. it just, it really, it, it beats you up. So I knew that like, you know, am I going to be playing drums? Hopefully I'm playing drums till the day I die. Um, but I was, I, one, I knew that I was going to probably need to have something else. I mean, I also do recording and I also do video editing and I also do teaching. I have a huge passion for teaching, but I don't think none of those will ever stop. It's just, on the other side, so like on the on the on the coffee side, I have a huge passion for coffee. Yeah. So to me, it's not a bad thing if the one takes over the other. Now, would I would 
if this took right off and I just couldn't accept the same lifestyle, gigging lifestyle or, or, um, that kind of thing, then absolutely 110%. Mm -hmm. I would just do that because that's what the universe was telling me that I'm supposed to be doing. That's fine with me because mm -hmm. I don't feel like I, you know, haven't been there, done that in music. And I mean, yeah. there's still lots to experience and all that stuff. I'm not saying I've done it all. I haven't, but I've had a very blessed life in the music yeah. Yeah. Um, industry and I've got to see tons, tons of stuff and got to experience and make great relationships and music yeah. relationships with amazing human beings. And I, that will never stop for me. Mm -hmm. But if a company just takes off in something I'm extremely passionate about, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to set sail for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, that's a good place to be when you're in a business, right? And that's a tough decision when you're a musician. And I fought with that too. I mean, I've played since I was four. Um, mm -hmm. And nowadays... To be truthful, I, I don't remember the last time I opened my case, like my fiddle case. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been a while. Um, it's been a while. But I'm I'm not sitting here missing it. Um, right. You know, yeah. if I had a choice, if I got an offer to go out and do this wonderful gig, it would be great. Yeah. But I filled myself with other things that are yeah. still super creative. Um mm -hmm and bring enjoyment and you just fill that void with something yeah. else. Um, so I've yeah. always said it to like the, when people are talking about depression with COVID and all this, and like uh, my gigs been pulled out from under me. I mean, that is terrible. I would never even downplay that for a second, but I was more than music when I was mm -hmm. music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have other interests and passions. Same with Frank. Yeah. We both, that's another thing why Frank and I hit it off at the beginning, uh, because we both love, have a passion for cooking and we just yeah. be like, Hey, look what I made last night here. Try this, try that. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I'm not too worried that my life is going to end. I mean, it sucks. Like that was a huge part of my identity. Yeah. It is a huge part of my identity, but I also have another huge part of it too. Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've watched kind of hold on to that one hold on. in the, in the, in the first and I, and I, I did, um, uh, not not delete my Facebook, but I uh, what's it called? Deactivated it, so I can still have Facebook Messenger. But I kind of got as the summer got on, I said I just can't take this anymore. But what I did watch with mus musicians that I followed, some of them that particularly it happened if they didn't have children or any any sort of relationship that was grounding, and they only had music, and they dove into like practice and discovering everything. The two three months later, they were kind of going a little squirrely on the other end because that's all they had yeah. and there was no outlet for it you know this yeah. and, and and again people were streaming off their phones and off their computers at home and it you're watching it and it's it, you know it, the audio is not great there you know some companies started doing it better i know uh with even uh what's his name weckerly at at the elm combo you know mm -hmm. has a full sound stage production so it's a great production so it, it's it's hard to be that and, and I'm, I'm glad that I have, you know, a, a wife at home and, and, and for me it was the garden this summer on top of the coffee company. Yeah. Those two things, yeah. you know, making my posada with the tomatoes and, 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 and I got a fig tree this year that got, you know, about two dozen figs off of it and those things definitely saved and, and, and just even spending, um, with the exception of going out to Alberta for six days or whatever we away from home, I had dinner with my wife almost every night. Yeah which is something that for the last 20, we've been married 26 years. Mm -hmm. For those years, I've been, you know, home from Monday through Wednesday. And then, you know, that's a pretty week. good record, especially seeing she doesn't really like you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
she just got stuck with me. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> figured she was going to drop me at some point. Then you got better with age, yeah. like wine. That's yes. what I say. Like a wine. I was a little rough at the time. I was vinegar at the time, at the start. Yeah. Well, it's it's good. Is that uh, is that your technology, Frank? Yeah. You're, uh, you're you hit, that, you, did I glitch? You yeah. hit, you hit yeah. your oh. microphone and then it started crackling. Give it a little wiggle there. Oh, am I, am I good now? Am I good now? How am I now? It's still a little okay? bit crackling. Yes, no? Yeah. Okay. no, still cracking. I'm sorry about that. I got That's it. That's all right. Oh, hang on. Let's move it around a little bit and see if it... Can we, can we fix it? That's, there you go. Oh. That's right there. Is that better? Right. Yeah. Yep. Is that better? Okay. You need a new set. I, I, I got this for med, so I got to, you know... <laughs> Great friend. <laughs> hey, it was cheap. It was cheap. I want to know... Need, I, 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 that like. was cheap. Hey, these are crapping out. You want them? <laughs> Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks, man. No, I like really them. I like time. what I like what Darren's got there. We need a little boom and a mic like that. That's well. They sound yeah. good. Uh, some guests I have in with the the AirPods on. Yeah, I'll be immediately. Yeah, take those out and let's just go with computer audio because they yeah. just yeah. they don't they translate drop. on Zoom yeah. at all. Yeah, that's uh, right. Phone that's, calls they do, but you know the the problem is though then. Well, now that we talked about uh, the multiple audio option, yeah. then you can condition each one separately what they need. Yeah. Because the problem we found is that you have a nice mic like that, but just you have it, then you sound, your voice sounds dreamy and radio, you know, radio worthy. And then you got the one guy that's. Sorry, my distortion pedal was on over here. <laughs> running through my system. Get a little wah, wah, wah. Well, we've been rolling for a while. Um, we didn't get really into a deep dive on, in you guys' careers, but uh, let's wrap up. Uh, we'll do another one of these and uh, yeah. kind of get, get into kind of where you guys grew up and, and how you got into music and all that stuff. Um, yeah, cool. But let's, let's wrap up on one or two more questions. Uh, as a musician side of things, this is one I always like to ask. Do you have uh, any venues or places out there? It could be a venue or a city or country that you've always wanted to perform uh, at that you haven't had a chance yet. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I've played your theater. No, you haven't. I don't think I would have remembered. Yeah. Yeah. It's not usually on anyone's list, but thanks. No, 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 both of us. That's, that's our number one. You know, we're just trying to get, we're going to understand your good side there, Darren. No, uh, I mean, I would, I think something like a Carnegie Hall or, or um, the Beacon Theater in New York. That's, yeah. oh, that's, that's, nice, I, I saw yeah. a show there and I just thought that's a stage. It's like sort of Massey Hall, like, you know, for, the, you know, the Toronto crowd. Yeah. If I could do that one, that's, that's one place, the Beacon Theater in New York. I think mine um, would be Red Rock. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Pretty usually, happy. you know, one out of five, say Red Rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or the Hollywood Bowl, the, you know, the, yeah. the bowl there or something. Like, I really like amphitheaters. I like that vibe yeah. of outdoor, but they're surrounded yeah. in as opposed to just yeah. straight flat out. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Works good. That's nice. All right, guys. Uh, All it's right. been a pleasure having you on. Yeah, man. And uh, definitely uh, anyone that's listening, get online. And buy some damn coffee because uh, it's great stuff. Um, morning buzz coffee. It's morning. I, I should know this because I've said it enough times. Is it morning buzz coffee dot buzz or just morning does it? Morning buzz coffee dot buzz. Buzz. 
And uh, you can order online, uh, get shipped to you, and uh, you get notifications and everything. Yeah, there uh, you go. Yeah. And it's morn, morning, no G. That's right. So morning, morning buzz. Yeah. But if you oh. if you accidentally type the G in there, it'll still take you to the website. So there you go. You got we we even fixed the problem. <laughs> <laughs> spell yeah. spell checker correct correction sometimes does that to you. And it is you know? uh, seriously great coffee. Um, and uh, you've done a great job. And I wish you well with all Thank that. You. And uh, it's been a pleasure having you on and getting the chat. Um, and besides that, is there any other way or uh, social media that they should be following? With I guess you search for Morning Buzz on on Facebook and uh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, Instagram is uh, Morning Buzz Coffee, and uh, Facebook is uh, Morning Buzz, and you'll find us on, on those locations. Any Christmas yeah. specials coming up, or anything that's uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, there'll be Christmas. Yeah, we're 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 in November now, so it's uh, Remembrance Day stuff. So we're uh, yeah. we're all honoring honoring the vets and, and different things about coffee and military mm-hmm. history and excellent. And what. <laughs> Excuse me, Perfect. for the whole month as well. Yeah, we yeah. think it's uh, it doesn't get enough. Uh, acknowledgement in one day so yeah the whole month good excellent and then christmas comes around <laughs> it's gonna be a different christmas this year it's good it yeah. is man yeah. yeah i'm embracing for impact all goods here good yeah. good well thanks right. guys we'll talk to you again real soon appreciate it okay brother awesome, thanks a lot, take man. care take be care. well man thanks. be well take care man mm-hmm.